0: Hello and welcome to Theology Matters. This is Dr. John Clark, and we want to continue with our study on false gospel response cliches. And the last session, we began speaking about the false gospel response cliche of asking for forgiveness or asking God for forgiveness. And uh, I noted last week that the results from my dissertation, which was involved an evangelistic survey, uh, that we conducted at multiple county fairs in the state of texas um, in the uh, 2011 uh, through 2015 timeframe, um, that one of the most interesting trends that came out of that survey was um, how many different people used the false gospel response cliche of asking for forgiveness and then their subsequent misunderstanding of the word and i'll tell you one of the things that was very fascinating for me as a as a young boy uh, i put my faith in jesus christ when i was five years old through the witness of my mother at home and uh we were actually uh we actually attended southern baptist churches growing up and so as a young boy i, I remember the gospel uh being preached clearly from the pulpits of the churches that we attended uh, but somewhere along the way, I think the the gospel was um, just unclear or uh, these cliches began to kind of infiltrate our culture. And I think one of the things that I found the most interesting in doing the surveys, especially in the state of Texas, and now uh, having uh, pastored a church in Georgia for nearly four years, um, we're seeing a lot of of similar answers coming out of Baptist churches, which is has been a really uh, has been a real surprise for me, having grown up in the Baptist church. Um, and many of the false response cliches uh, are coming from people who sit down and claim on the first question of our survey to come from a Baptist background. And um, this has been a big one, asking for forgiveness. And so I want to spend some time on this. Uh, over the course of this month on the show. And um, this is this is a response cliche, asking for forgiveness, that's really gaining some traction today. And to, just to give you some examples of where it's gaining traction, um, just the, the ministry of, of CARM, Christian Apologetics and Research Ministry, actually says on their website, Can God really forgive you of all your sins? Absolutely, yes. He did so with mine. And then it says this, he will do so with yours if you come to Christ and ask him. And so that's that's on a very popular website. Also on the Southern Baptist Convention official website, the writer describes how to become a Christian and encourages the following prayer. Again, we talked about praying a prayer, now that's a false response cliche in previous episodes, but... They encourage the following prayer, Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. I do not deserve eternal life, but I believe you died and rose from the grave to make me a new creation and to prepare me to dwell in your presence forever. Jesus, come into my life, take control of my life. And then this next phrase, forgive my sins and save me. I'm now placing my trust in you alone for my salvation. And I accept your free gift of eternal life. And so you can see, um, even within that prayer, just some some confusing uh, back and forth terminology, some of it correct and some of it m- potentially misleading. And you can see why people might be confused. And I shared how the young man that I spoke to um, it, in a, in a survey uh, situation at a fair, I explained in the last session how he believed his salvation was based upon basically the last time he conf- he asked for forgiveness. And so if he had just asked for forgiveness a minute ago and had not committed any known sins since then, since then he would be hundred percent sure he was going to heaven. But if he had gone out and sinned that night and gone to bed and not asked for forgiveness before he went to sleep and he died in his sleep, he was convinced he would go to hell. And so his salvation was, was uh, hinging on whether or not he had asked for forgiveness or was up to date on asking for forgiveness. And so See that's kind of the outcome of that response oftentimes it's a lack of assurance because somebody's really not trusting in the finished work of Christ they're trusting in their ongoing work or effort to ask for forgiveness and uh, we even see this in the movie Left Behind you know Kirk Cameron is an actor in that movie and he has a ministry with uh Ray Comfort called The Way of the Master and will be looking at um, their ministry in 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 for future shows in terms of their their response to the gospel, which is repent of your sins and believe. And so we'll talk about why we don't believe that's a biblical response either. But Kirk Cameron and he relates a story uh, that happened during filming, and he says this. Well, uh, he said that well-known actor L- Lewis uh, Gossett Jr. plays. President Fitzhugh in the left behind movies. And he, and Kirk Cameron said, Lou, so threw himself into the role that he began to weep as he prayed to receive the Lord and ask for forgiveness. Then he says to think that Sony will be distributing this movie. And then he puts this phrase with its clear gospel content in Walmart is mind boggling. And so he likens a clear gospel content to, um, praying to receive the Lord and asking for forgiveness. And so, you know, to be fair, and, and not to come off too uh, harsh, you know, on the surface, you know, one might ask, what what's wrong with this response? After all, don't humans need forgiveness of their sins? And are they not asking the only one, God, for the very thing that they need? Well, in short answer, the question is yes. Forgiveness is a biblical term. Uh, humans need it. And yes, God's the only one who can provide forgiveness. And so, uh, Yes to those questions. However, when it comes to the means by which one receives that forgiveness, this is where we want to ask the question Does the Bible teach that one must ask for it or is it received in another way? What does the scripture say? Well, I want to look first at for the unbeliever uh, because we're talking about what it takes to be saved. And is it ever biblical for an unbeliever? to ask God for forgiveness. And in fact, is this how an unbeliever gets saved? Is this how they receive what we would call forensic or judicial forgiveness of sins, where their sins are completely forgiven uh, in a judicial act by God? Is this how they receive that forgiveness? Well, let's look to the scriptures. Um, In Acts 10.43, Peter and his message to the household of Cornelius records the following he says to him, speaking of Christ, all the prophets witness that through his name, notice this next phrase, whoever believes in him will receive remission or forgiveness of sins. And so we see that the means by which an unbeliever can receive the forgiveness of sins is through faith in Jesus Christ. Again, why Jesus? Because he's the one who died for us and rose again. And that's Peter's message in Acts 10. We Jump to Acts 13, and Paul is preaching or teaching a message to the synagogue that's gathering in Antioch of Pisidia. In Acts 13, he states the following, Therefore, let it be known to you, brethren, that through this man, Jesus, is preached to you the forgiveness of sins, and by him everyone who believes is justified, from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. And so we see that through Jesus and his finished work on the cross is preached forgiveness of sins. And by him, everyone who believes in him is declared righteous by God and forgiven of their sins. Notice both Paul and Peter do not encourage anybody to ask for this forgiveness. What they do is exhort people to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, because He's the one who died for their sins and rose again. So that's for the believer. Uh, is there ever a uh, a verse or a teaching for the for the um, I'm sorry, that was for the unbeliever. Um, but is there a verse or teaching for the believer um, to ask for forgiveness, either to maintain their salvation or to even restore fellowship? Uh, or receive what we might call family or fellowship forgiveness of sins? Is, does the Bible teach that a believer should ask for forgiveness? Because many times people will say, well, yeah, I know um, I know that I'm saved, but when I sin, I still ask God to forgive me. And, and my question is, is that even biblical? Is there, is there any even a biblical justification for asking for forgiveness when you're a believer? Well, for many believers, the the problem is is we we attempt to apply real-life human scenarios to our relationship with God. And clearly, when we offend or sin against a, a human being, it's appropriate um, not only to confess our wrongdoing, but also to apologize and to ask for forgiveness. That, that happens often. That happens um, in our marriages. That happens in our friendships and in our relationships at church. Oftentimes, we offend somebody. And not only do we confess that what we did to them was wrong, but we also apologize and ask for forgiveness. And so a lot of times we'll transfer that to the Lord. But what we're going to find in the scriptures is with the Lord, we're not told anywhere in scripture to ask for his forgiveness, even after we are born again into his family. In fact, what we find from the scriptures is that we receive continual relational family fellowship forgiveness of sins as a Christian when you confess your sins. That's what first John 1 9 says. And so let me let me just read 1 John 1-9, which says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so when we look at the word confession, it is not the same is asking for forgiveness. They're not synonymous with one another. Remember, confession means to say the same thing. And so we are to say the same thing about our sin that God does. We're basically naming our sin exactly what it is. We're not trying to justify it in our thinking or minimize it in the way that we we verbalize it. We are saying that what we did was wrong, was sin, was offensive to God. And basically we're agreeing with or we're saying the same thing about our sin that God would say. About it. And what this does is it indicates that we understand truth and we take responsibility for what we did that it was wrong. And so, confession of sin is not asking for forgiveness, but rather is the human response means for receiving the forgiveness that is already offered and provided for by God. In fact, we see in 1 John 1 9 that if we confess our sins, that God is faithful and he's just, that means that he's already executed justice on Jesus Christ for the penalty of your sins. So he, he's not only faithful, but he's also just in bringing you or restoring you back to fellowship and providing for family forgiveness. Now, the reason you do not have to ask for forgiveness is because the answer is not in doubt. Notice that when you ask somebody for something, it implies by, by definition that the answer is in doubt. That person could say yes, yes, person could say no. To give an example, if one of my children, one of my children that drives asked me for the car, the reason they're asking me is because my answer could be yes or my answer could be no. If one of my younger children asks me for an extra piece of candy after dinner, they're asking me because it implies that my answer can be yes or my answer could be no. Now, if one of my driving teenagers uh, had discussed with me earlier in the week about borrowing the car on Friday night. And I had already told them, if you get all of your chores done, or if you make dinner for your mother on Friday night, you can use the car. If they follow through on the conditions that I give them, then they don't have to ask me to use the car. They they just tell me, dad, I followed through on the conditions. I'm taking the keys. And they wouldn't have to ask me because the answer is not in doubt. There was a condition that needed to be met for them to get the benefit of it. The same is true for my children with the candy. If I said, if you do all of your homework and you make A's on your homework, you can have an extra piece of candy on Friday night. Again, if they bring home the report card and plop it down in front of me and they have all A's, they don't have to ask me for an extra piece of candy. They they met the conditions to receive that extra piece of candy. And so... One of the things that we have to understand is that when you ask God for forgiveness, you're implying that the answer is in doubt, that he could say yes, or that he could say no. And God has already discussed and provided what the conditions were that needed to be met for you and I to receive forgiveness. For an unbeliever, that condition was to put our faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ, and we would receive forgiveness of sins. That's what Paul and Peter taught in the book of Acts. And then for the believer in Jesus Christ who sinned and who has been removed from fellowship from the Lord, the way that we receive family or fellowship forgiveness is through confession of our sin, not by asking for it. So we'll continue there next time we meet.